Hi there, everybody listening. Uh, this is Carlisle. This is uh, not an episode of content, presumably, necessarily. It's um, it's a special collaborative project that I did with two other podcasters. It continues on from something I did last year uh, on the Dungeons & Dragons feed. Uh, and the idea is uh, several podcasters get together to have a frank and open discussion about mental health in a sort of, you know, friendly setting uh, to encourage people to talk about mental health. Uh, it's a pretty funny podcast, actually, surprisingly, uh, but it also can get quite real. Um, it's This is just me saying that it's not going to affect the sort of normal release schedule if you like, there's going to be a normal episode of content, presumably, on the 3rd. But you should still listen to this, because it's great. And I'm going to throw over now to Maisie from the Beg to Differ podcast to explain in more detail. Hello there, Maisie here, just dropping in at the beginning of the episode to say thanks for taking the time to listen to You OK, Mate. Time to talk about mental health made by the Podmates for World Mental Health Day. What you're about to listen to is various hosts of podcasts, some of which you've never spoken to each other before, opening up to each other about their own experiences with mental health, which I'm sure you'll see isn't always easy to do, but it affects everyone, whether you're going through a rough patch or have a diagnosis, and it's important to talk about it. And we hope you find something to take away from our conversations and inspire you to start your own. And now remember, we're far from experts, we're just trying to work through our own issues. Now, it's time to talk. Welcome to our You Alright Mate time to talk about mental health. Year two. <laughs> <laughs> I am Rory M. Spence and uh, we're here to talk about mental health and uh, do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Sure, I'm Carlisle from Dungeons and Dragnos and Content Presumably and a podcast for everyone. Uh, as you can see, I have three podcasts so therefore I have a lot of mental problems to be talking about. <laughs> Uh, I'm Evo. I'm from Voices from Behind. Cool, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried to like think of something witty to say, and then realized there's nothing to say apart from that. So this, this is this is this up. is just gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. Well, I remember when we did this last time. The most awkward bit was after we'd done the introductions. Everybody just sort of sat there twiddling their thumbs for a little bit yep. because the, the yeah. hard bit is going. Oh, no. All right, who wants to talk about how they're really sad? <laughs> Candidly yeah. in public. Yeah, I like how Rory's doing the intro. We're all like nodding to each other. Yeah. Then I realized, wait, this isn't going to be on video. This is going to be a, <laughs> yeah. like a. <laughs> this is going to be an audio thing. Yep. Uh, yeah. The, yeah. The idea of this, I, I assume. Yeah, I'm putting an intro from same intro as last year. I don't know. Uh, Maisie explaining that. Uh, yeah, there's the idea of this is just to talk about mental health and uh, because it's not something. That we talk about enough in in life and in society, and it's uh, it's a good thing to be talking about. So, yeah. especially for I think us three as as men. Yes. Yep. Um. Yeah. You know, it's Emotion. no one ever talks about how things are hard for white men, and I think it's brave <laughs> <laughs> that we're getting together to do this. 
This is maybe the only context in which that has I know, some yeah, truth well, to yeah, it. No, it's, it's absolutely true <laughs> the, in this context. Three whitest men discuss feelings. <laughs> Caroline was not uh, completely white, but now uh, yeah, no one knows. I have three podcasts, which means I've basically abandoned any ethnicity that I had that wasn't white. <laughs> right, I'm technically Eastern European, so I might be like partially <laughs> Turkish or something. You, you never know, so it could be. <laughs> Don't tell them about your podcast; they'll disown you. <laughs> Oh, people have disowned my podcast so many times <laughs> at this point, so it doesn't even matter. The amount of things that we say they're anti-PC on that thing is just, like, ridiculous. Yeah. I was quite um, heartened last time we did this, because um, I know a lot of people, my, sort of my friends, tell me that they, they listen to my uh, the mental health one that I did, and no, none of my other shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just listened to that one, which so I, like I, I can call. We like what you said about being depressed. <laughs> there, there you go. On which podcast? Oh, oh, you do more than one? Oh, all right. Uh. Last, last, last time we did this, um, we we had uh, Alex, one of the Alexes of the Alex and Alex podcast, yes. on with us, and he. Uh, talked. He talked. It, it was this real range of conversation, and he at one point started talking about a paranoid fear he had that he'd been circumcised without his knowledge. And <laughs> my parents, being supportive, listened to that. And for some reason, my mother took that as a cue to describe my father's penis to me later. <laughs> Yeah. She's like, maybe it's like this, like your dad's dick. I am uh, so thanks, glad man. that my yeah. parents don't know English. <laughs> <laughs> so every time they ask me, they're like, "What is? What is? What do you do every Thursday?" I'm like, "We, we record a podcast." <laughs> what is that? I'm like, "Well, it's like like a radio show, but we don't talk about." It's like a radio show, but nobody pays us. Basically. Pretty much, yeah. And, and like, and why do you do this again? I'm like, well, it's because we like to talk about things, and it's an avenue for me to not kill myself. And they're like, oh, and isn't that the truth? So yeah. Are you getting are, are you getting paid at least? I'm like, paid by who? <laughs> I'm doing this out of my own time. I'm neglecting it's other people to money. record things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, actually cost me money to buy things to get this to yeah. work. And it's weird how much it helps. Yeah, because no, like, totally, like really I does. have three, I've got a lot of you know problems under the surface, but I, I do enjoy that sort of that payment discussion because right, we're a sort of weird support group for each other. We've sort of become in this <laughs> podcasting because right now the only person paying me to podcast is Rory, <laughs> who is yeah. paying me three dollars. Yeah. Oh, you a guys, month. Are, you guys are doing the Patreon thing, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, he's paying me on Patreon, <laughs> and he he gives me three dollars a month on Patreon, and then I give, I take, I have three hosts on that podcast so i take my one dollar cut and i pay him one dollar a month patreon's just making money off of us yeah patreon's just taking the money though getting, so, getting like collecting the cuts off each yeah <laughs> so it's sort of basically just throwing money down the toilet in the effort to support Speak, each other speaking of money do you want to hear something funny i do because our podcast is a video format Mm-hmm. And I thought, ooh, I'm gonna spice things up. Actually, put videos in the video format just so people, just so people know what we're talking about. Mm. And we sh- stream it every Thursday, so I'm there like tinkering with this like video format, whatever. I'm like, okay, we need to play trailers, but I'm gonna play them flipped, so we don't get in oh, trouble. Yeah. Yep. Right. So I play them flipped, blah blah blah. Render it, upload it. Not even a, like a millisecond later, three emails pop up. You've been copyright claimed. I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's horrible, man. I used to, yeah, when I used to do. Yeah. Reviews, movie reviews on YouTube. It was awful. Because you're allowed to use clips in a review. 
Yeah, you are. It and it, it's transformative. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. All right. And I hope people listening to this really understand our suffering and how hard it <laughs> yeah, is to use copyright content. Should we talk about something real? <laughs> let's, yeah, let's move back on AM. This one will really resonate yes. with podcasts. Uh, you, so you, you, you said something interesting there, Carlyle, about how uh, it actually does help podcasting. Yeah. And we talked last time about creative outlets, and um, yeah. podcasting is specifically a creative outlet where you talk to people, which is an interesting. Mm. Uh, sort of thing because i feel like not only talking about mental health helps but just talking helps your mental yeah. health i think talking to people uh, i mean I, with people and isolation like, yeah is the worst you know way to make just any mental problem worse yeah um except for i guess social anxiety if i had to think oh, of one yeah, with yeah. a gun to my head and yeah but one derives from the other who so. you're talking to exactly yeah um so, uh, but yeah, so just the idea of getting someone to talk to. So, yeah, like I, like I said before, I, I, I take antidepressants and stuff. Well, I didn't actually say that, but I, I said I've got some problems and stuff. I, I take antidepressants and I, you know, I have like a myriad of, um, uh, creative outlets because I'm, <laughs> that's probably one of the reasons I've got three podcasts is because they make me feel better. <laughs> it's like, I do not wish to feel bad. Therefore, yeah. I will speak to people online. Yeah. But I do think I've made some real friendships from it. Yeah. Like uh, the co-host of um, uh, my show, a podcast for everyone, is our friend Charlie, who I feel very close to now these days, and I've oh. never been in the same room with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, nothing wrong with that. That's it, yeah, I mean, you do it, like, just talking to people, like, across the world, lower than now is, like, something you would never, well, really do, although me and Eva are in the same city, uh, but... <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, I didn't even know until I joined the Podmates, because I've seen your podcast pop up, like, a recommended feed, yeah. so I'm like, huh, and then I saw, then I look, and I saw he's Glasgow, and I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> are you actually serious right now? But yeah, yeah, we were um, discussing before you came on, actually, that uh, probably could have saved some organizational trouble by just having you two in the know, same room, yeah, but it didn't occur I, to us. It, it would have been easier, actually, yeah, for the <laughs> yeah. two of us to be in the same room. I know, but, I just, when I sat down, I was like, I should have just invited them around. That would have been... <laughs> I have my I have microphone, I take microphone with me. Uh, I have there. two. I have three, in fact. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, we could have done that easily. Could've, uh, we could have, actually, yeah. <laughs> but, um, could yeah. What was I saying? I feel like I was saying something. Doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah, so... Yeah, what I thought <laughs> to talk about was... Um, I don't know, this is going to be a pain in our stead. In fact, no, I'm just leaving this all in because it's important. Mm. Uh, it's important to stumble over your words sometimes and be alright with that. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like the creative outlet is quite an important thing uh, that we talked about last time, but also you need to sort of be able to... Uh, balance everything in your life with your creative outlets and stuff like that because they can create more problems than mm. like now I do a podcast I want to start I'm trying to start two other podcasts and I do stand up and I have a 9 to 5 job uh, so I quite often create a lot of stress for myself that doesn't really need to be there yeah uh, I heard that <laughs> which is like I mean stress is something that I feel like isn't talked about enough as a as a cause of like depression and anxiety yeah 
because a lot of people it's definitely one of the things that people feel like oh everyone's stressed you just need to deal with that you just you just suck it up yeah and it's yeah. if it's not as easy as just sucking it yeah. up yeah because the problem doesn't go away no. no is the thing and that is that's a very pervasive attitude especially towards uh, like i was saying men Mm-hmm. Is you know, if you've got a problem, you can't cry about it. No, or, you, know, you got you got to bottle it all. Down or you're a girl, just... which is a bad thing, apparently. Um, yeah, and like like what you're saying about balancing, um, you know, everything you're doing. Um, I had to cancel two of my three podcasts for well, put them on hiatus for mm. a little while recently because I was trying to finish my master's degree. And that sucked. <laughs> we're not. We're not. We're not saying swear words, are we? So, uh, it wasn't really clarified. Sure. Well, you, you know what, audience, just take emphatically that it really sucked. Um, <laughs> just imagine, imagine all the, all the words that you can't imagine, like around sucking, and just yeah. amplify those in your head. I I I was really kind of stressed out for then. Because I wasn't really enjoying what I was doing. I was I was getting my master's in uh, molecular medicine, mm-hmm. and right. I I wasn't enjoying lab work. And I don't really know why, to be honest. But um, I wasn't enjoying myself. And the way that this sort of manifested is I stopped sleeping for about six days. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I got like one to two hours of sleep over the course of like two of uh, like each night for six days, and then really bad sleep for like two weeks and it's got to the point where when i was in the lab i would just drop things before I go. so it was kind of a it was dangerous for me to be there because you know it's yeah. a lab there's sensitive yeah. materials there's sometimes fire um so and you know other people are working so if i fall into their you know <laughs> uh reaction that took two three thousand pounds to get the stuff for um, so yeah, I had to come in and talk to my supervisor and I had just the, the most awkward conversation where I was just, you know, haggard and like awful. I'm like, I need to do something else. I need to not I need to dial this. it back a little, please. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the worst part about it wasn't just that it, that it was happening is that, and it's, this still freaks me out is I don't really know why I haven't, cause you know, I, I didn't love it, but you know, it was, you know, a lot of people don't like their job. Yeah. Um, and I was qualified for it. I wasn't bad at it. I knew what I was doing, but I just, just couldn't do it for more than however long I was doing it for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. And then it just sort of turned into this race to finish. So I kind of given up my, my two, two of the three podcasts that I do, um, in order to f- finish this degree. And then I, then I had an aim <laughs> Then I was done and I finished it. And now I kind of feel like I might have gone from like a bit of a frying pan into maybe not a fire, but maybe a different kind of frying pan, like a wok. Um, because, <laughs> like, yeah. because yeah, because now I'm basically unemployed, <laughs> and I don't like what I'm qualified to do. Yeah, so I'm looking for jobs I'm not qualified for. No, but that, that's that, that's always like a very frail balance when it's like, yeah. okay, I need, I need to take a step back from things, and I need to relax, or you know, like take my time with stuff. Yeah, but you can also get consumed by that because I had it where before the podcast, like I went basically moved to Glasgow, and within a month went through like a really horrific breakup. 
Right. So so I thought I I should have let this get me down. So I'm gonna get busy at work, and yeah. I'm gonna you know keep my mind occupied, uh, draw more, and edit videos more and stuff. And then it just comes to a point where you just crash. You don't even know yeah. like what's good for you anymore. So you, so you sit on the bed. Yeah. And you, you curl up in a fetal position and you you just don't <laughs> you just forget everything at that point cuz you're like am I am I, am I just trying to be happy or am I trying to not be sad cuz there's like a very odd balance between the two cuz mm. well, they're completely different. <laughs> yes, yeah. That's and it it, yeah. it just it just hits you like a truck at one point where you're like I I need to find something like to get me going more instead of just feeling bad about myself. Yeah. Yeah, and the rubbish thing about that, what you said about being, uh, you know, being happy and being not sad aren't the mm-hmm. same thing. Is you can, you can sort of fight not be. There's no formula for being happy. Yeah. yeah, you know that that is something that very few people truly crack, and if they do, they're very lucky. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's a formula that is very specific to them. But not being sad is, I guess, it's made a bit easier to accomplish because you can do it via distracting yourself doing yeah. things and that can be helpful but then if you don't process it in any way then mm. you put it off yeah it can just sort of come back worse so yeah, absolutely. I, I think if you're just doing so I, I do think it's important to have a creative outlet but so in my case i have these three podcasts they don't necessarily help me with depression but i do enjoy doing them while i'm doing them um i also write a lot of music and oh, you play music mus- yeah, I release a lot of music under my own name, and uh, a lot of my friends listen to it. They're very. Carlyle often... wrote the theme and recorded the theme that you heard at the start did, of this episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people, when they listen to my music, they're, they're a bit sort of confused because it's really dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's really depressed, and you know, if if you're the, if you're the sort of person that has three podcasts, you tend to be the kind of, you know comedian character when you're with people so i I tend to fill that sort of role in a group so people don't expect that from me um but yeah uh you're talking sorry same here people just go oh you're the funny guy but they never say you know yeah how are you doing they go no i'm funny (laughs) (laughs) um you were talking about a breakup yeah uh, recently i i had a breakup a long fucking time ago and that oh whoops well, <laughs> sorry. Hello. Have fun, Rory. Uh, I'm probably just going to leave it since we didn't clarify. So <laughs> just keep it down minimum, and we'll be on it. I'll, I think. I'll try my best. And one thing I keep sort of beating myself up over is I keep writing songs about it, but oh, it's been no. it's been like a long time. Yeah. And I I've been retooling an album recently. I've finished writing this album recently and it's normally when i release an album i know that i will like it and some people will like it i don't know how much people are gonna like this one because this one is about my mental health it was really it was gonna be a sort of angry breakup album and i've retooled it because i really i thought that's stupid i need to stop doing this <laughs> so it's retooled into an album about my own mental health which i think a lot of people might be a little weirded out by <laughs> uh, yeah but personal stuff usually yeah like Relates to people quite a bit. Yeah, you'd be yeah. surprised how many people you'd find were like relating to it more than yeah. The end. Yep. Well, hopefully people like it, but yeah, that's, that's something I'm nervous about because it's. Yeah, I always have been very sort of candid 
in my music, but no one really listens to it, so it's not really been a big deal. But this time it's going to be hard I'll to kind of get away from. I like your stuff. Thank uh, you. Yeah, a link in the show notes, perhaps, for that, if I remember. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we'll, we'll put this out. I keep forgetting. I feel like I was releasing this because I'm I've introduced it, uh, but we'll release <laughs> the this. podcast. Yeah. Ends and Rory gets bombarded with links. <laughs> like, put all these things up, please. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I can't remember how we did the description last time. Did we all put the same thing in the description? Can't remember. No, I, uh, I thought of it. I wasn't last here last year, so I couldn't <laughs> tell you. Uh, yeah, just go back a bit to talking about when you were talking about not sleeping, we just find that's a really like weird and awful thing the body does in response to stress or anxiety. It just yeah, like, it's depression as well. Depression, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just yeah. you just don't sleep and makes things so much worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you should, I, so, you're, you're physically saying to yourself, "I should sleep now." Yeah, yeah. And then you stare into space for three hours, thinking where your life's gone wrong, and it's like, "I, I, I just want to sleep, please." No, yeah. My, I was talking to my uh, mum okay. about not being able to sleep recently, and and she said something that I thought was, you know, you, you sit there and you think, "How is it possible that I'm not that I can't sleep when I'm so tired?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it seems so ridiculous yeah. and. uh counterintuitive but yeah so just that they're sort of questioning existence <laughs> so i just stare into space mom and you know uh, life just comes to me and i don't come to it you know it's how it, yeah. if i said that to my parents by the way like oh i can't sleep because i'm depressed and because they're like a pair of pragmatic like people they'll be like Oh, you just you just need to you just need to you know uh, just close your eyes. <laughs> All right, I'll try. Thanks. I guess. Yeah, well, Mine are Scottish. They tell you to drink a glass of whiskey. Yeah, <laughs> no, they would. <laughs> so not, get some Glen Morangi down, and you'll be fine. Uh, <laughs> they wouldn't actually say that. That was a, a joke. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of people would, to be honest. Um, yeah. Al- alcohol also. does help you fall asleep quicker. I'll tell you that. Oh yeah, but, but, uh, but not it's not recommended room. to do it <laughs> no, every night. No, not at all. No. Yeah, I make a point of um, when I'm, you know, really having a hard time trying. Trying to avoid alcohol. Yeah, yeah I do the same. Uh, I yeah. try. I try to reserve alcohol for when I'm particularly jovial. Well, yeah, but it's a, it's a mood enhancer, so you've got to mm. kind of do that. You need to be aware of yourself if you're if you yeah. know you have um you have issues, then stay away from it. Uh, like yeah. if you're if you're not feeling a hundred percent. Yeah, I hear it's the same as weed. If if you're sad, don't smoke because you get you'll just get sadder. Yeah. But if you're happy, yeah. do that because yeah. you'll get happy well, a lot of people like to sort of defend weed on the on the basis that it it's not addictive and it absolutely isn't but the thing is you can form an emotional yeah. or a psychological addiction to anything so i yeah. know people who are depressed whenever they aren't <laughs> having weed yeah. which is effectively the same as being addicted to weed it's too 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 much of anything is bad for you it doesn't matter if if you're addicted to it or not so yeah Oh yeah, that day, yeah. Yeah, I mean anything as well that has changed in your, your brain chemistry. Yeah. <laughs> is, is, like can potentially cause you problems. So, yeah. Um yeah, you just need to be aware of yourself. That's kinda of the main sort of thing. You need to know try and try and know your own mind as much as possible. That's kinda of the best yeah. thing you can you can do for yourself. 
This is the other about like we're talking about stress. You need to, like that's something that a lot of people don't do is look after themselves in that regard, yeah. and it's something that uh, can cause people a lot of problems when they yeah. try not to let people down, maybe or you know stuff like that. And it's, it's can, it can really cause you problems and make you- the hardest thing about taking care of yourself is it's it's so hard to prioritize it when you need to do it like yep. but like so one of the best examples of a way to avoid depressive thought is to regularly get exercise yep. it yep. does things to your brain however if you're depressed and you're the person <laughs> in the most need of exercise the last thing you want to do is exercise it comes down to motivation because the, the more depressed you are the yeah. less motivated you are it's like the, it's like the going to going to bed thing i want to yeah. go to bed but i'm not motivated to go to yeah. bed or getting motivated to wake up in the morning. I'm motivated to sit in bed and eat an entire pint of ice cream, ah, even though I'm not there hungry. There you go. There you go. <laughs> it literally took me... Uh, I was at work at half eight this morning. Well, I was there at ten past. I woke up at seven. And I was awake. But I kept snoozing my alarm. Oh, until I did about, that every day. <laughs> until about five to eight, when I could have easily gotten up at seven. Yeah. Maybe made some breakfast. No, I, got, I literally got up, brushed my teeth put deodorant on and just went to work. Yep. I, do, I do the same thing most yep. days. Uh, yeah, I have about 10 alarms set as well because I have a real hard time waking up in the morning. Uh, it's because it takes you so long to fall asleep. And beca- yeah. because because your body's just drained and it needs that rest, you, you're not giving it rest at all. You're just yep. repeating the same thing because you're so used to, to the pattern of it now that you can't find the motivation anymore to like pick yeah. yourself back up. Yeah, was it? I came in like when I wanted to, you know, I wanted to talk about stress. I sort of came, like came up with like advice to maybe give people, and it's the most hypocritical stuff in the world. Because I was going to say exercise, yeah, uh, eat better, eat better, less caffeine, yeah, <laughs> uh, guided meditation. These are all things I've tried, and I know work, but do right. not keep up. Do as I say, not as I do. I can't <laughs> yeah. do guided meditation. Like, I try. I, it just feels stupid to me. Nah, but my I'm, I'm, my, mom, I know my mind immediately good. goes to thinking about things that are sexual or something. So <laughs> meditation does not help. Yeah, no. I, I um, it took me a while. I like I sort of forced myself into it a little bit. Like the first couple of times, I felt silly or like my mind was totally elsewhere. But a few sessions in, I was actually really enjoying it, and it was really working. But I just did not keep up with it. It might, for me, it might be because they did. They made us do it at school. Oh, really? <laughs> and there's one way to Wait, make what? something make you resent something is to make it mandatory. Yeah, they made uh, you meditate at school. Yeah, they made us do something called mindfulness. I don't know if if that's something you, you would have heard of. Yeah. It's it's a thing. It's a program that's kind of becoming more and more popular in the UK, um, in sort of schools. But I did it in a school in, in Luxembourg, um, where they made us for an hour a week sort of sit there and go, all right, now close your eyes, and can you feel your feet? Yes, I can. I can always feel my feet, actually. <laughs> but, uh, it's, yeah, no, if, you, if you're into it, it's the, it's the kind of thing that cannot work if it's mandatory. Yeah, it's also something to be, I don't think... It's like hypnotism. You you have to be on board for it to have any effect on you. I couldn't if do not, it if there was other people around. If I was in a room full of people doing it, I'd feel really uncomfortable. Yeah. But like sitting I, with headphones on and like the Headspace app is very good. Uh, I can right. make so many jokes out of this, but I'm not, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna say anything. I, I think I do, like I have a problem with like closing my eyes in a room full of people. I don't trust people. <laughs> I, <don't think> <laughs> <laughs> I just feel weird if I close my. Eyes. I feel like 
I'm on edge already if I close my eyes. Yeah, the, room full the only time you'll see me close my eyes, say if I'm at work, is when I'm screaming internally. That's the only time. <laughs> yeah. So many old ladies with their stupid teapots. You just, you just, you just close your eyes a little. Go like this. You clench your teeth, and <laughs> your fists, and where, where do you? Where is it? What do you do? Uh, barista. Right. Okay. I I make coffee all day. So I kind of hoped you'd know, say something like an office job, just so it was really weird. The scenario. I wish. All I with so wish. You, well, imagine that. Like Agnes wants her teapot again. Like, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> no, it's uh, yeah, it's just barista stuff. And like Rory said, like, oh, avoid caffeine. Yeah, doing this, you can't. <laughs> no, yeah. can't help it. I used yeah. to I used to drink a coffee a week before I started this job, oh, and right. I would drink two a day. So right. I've, 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 only, I've, I've, only day. One, I've only had the one today, and I'm on mint tea, which has no caffeine in it. So Very that's nice. yeah, that's I good. I just bought myself a new filter coffee machine. That has not helped oh. my, my sleeping pattern much. Uh, or See, that's why I just have a, that's why I just have a cafetiere, like one of the French presses mm, yeah. and some powder, and that's it. I want to I want to get a capsule machine, but I'm not I'm not going to do that to myself. Yeah, they're also really expensive and produce a lot of waste plastic. Well. Yeah, so, um, I've only all, ever had all of ours coffee. recycle. You never had coffee? No, I've only ever had it on accident. All right, um, because one time I was they in my library at school, they were serving something called like it was around Christmas time, and it was called like a caramel chocolate explosion. Oh, I was like, no. well, this is clearly a hot chocolate, but it was a coffee. It was all right. It probably was about. One percent coffee and and as Carlisle started bouncing off the wall, realized. Uh, That being said, though, I do quite enjoy Monster Energy drinks. Even though you do not have to be (laughs) an educated person to know that you are basically just asking to die. Yeah, see, like I said, I drink about like six to eight cups of coffee a day. But if I have an energy drink, I'm bouncing (laughs) off the walls and I can feel my heart like. like, What are these palpitations? I don't notice them giving me energy, though, is the thing. I just like Monster. <laughs> well, they just give me anxiety. <laughs> I, 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 coffee coffee kind of gives me energy, but like a Red Bull, mm. unless I'm dead tired or hungover, like a Red Bull helps. But if, I've ju- I just, if I just have it, I immediately start like, you know, like the fidgeting starts. Yeah. And it's like, sure. I, should, I shouldn't have had this. <laughs> yeah. that, well, that's the thing. I'm at the point where coffee doesn't. Give me energy, like like oh, I feel terrible like if I tolerance. don't have it. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I, like, I have bad headaches if I don't have enough caffeine within the first oh. six hours of waking up. So it's a vicious cycle, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. I've been drinking coffee since I was very young, or probably too young to be drinking a coffee every morning. So, yeah, I've, I've thankfully I've always managed to avoid uh, hot caffeinated drinks. Which sometimes earns me some ire because I'm an Englishman that denies tea when he's asked for tea, <laughs> or he's asked what sort of tea, how what I want in my tea. Don't want, don't drink tea. You're so sometimes lucky. people literally stop what they're doing and ask me, "What do you mean you don't drink tea?" Um, You're so lucky. weren't at Leeds when we had the discussion about tea. I, I'm not sure if I think Rory jumped in. I think you came in just as we were finishing it up, okay. but it was just it was just a straight up like. Phil was like, "Oh, I don't like tea." <laughs> <laughs> and Oof. half the, the pretty much you, you could hear like the whole table turn at the same time like for the audience that was recently you, a, a, what now? a meetup of podcasters yeah uh, sent it around our friend Phil better who's doing another one of these there are other ones of these if you didn't yeah. know that uh, 
we'll talk about them at the end a bit, and there'll be links in the show notes to them. Phil is, uh, I believe, hosting one of them. They, they, yeah, I remember last year listening to theirs, and like, he like brought on like family guests and talked about really deep stuff. Yeah, and oh. we were talking about Alex Ryan's dick for like. <laughs> Do you know I wouldn't put it past Phil. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah, well, put it they, past they, him at all. They, they took it. Well, I don't think we didn't take it seriously. I think no, we, we just, did. Yeah, we're just, we just we can't help it if we're hilarious, can <laughs> yeah. we? We just um, just comedy just runs in the blood. Just- <laughs> I think it's sort of the point, though, isn't it? I mean, it's yeah. the fact that it never, it doesn't come up in conversations like this. Yeah, no. it, it only comes up in conversations that are super serious that people have to tune into very deliberately. No one talks about mental health, their struggles, their problems, sleeping, if they feel, you know, unworthy, <laughs> things like that about any part of their life. Just off the cuff and it's not a big deal so i think there is value in doing it like this where it's not a big deal yeah and i think people give you the looks if if you talk about it like oh i feel depressed and they just go just just grow up yeah no exactly it's not about that because no one wants to think you know no one wants to think too hard about it yeah I, i think a lot of the kind of the attitude that's still super pervasive that is you know oh if you just try harder you won't be kind of stems from people being a either willfully ignorant or b trying not to kind of they don't want to think about it because if they think about it they'll may think about it how it applies to them yeah it's, yeah. it's like a guy in a wheelchair and you just i'm just get up yeah yeah just stand up michael get up. <laughs> you can do it i believe in you yeah no absolutely no like yeah and i think a lot of people could listen to a conversation that we're having now and go i'm didn't sound so bad, and maybe yeah. uh, maybe have a conversation with your friends less. Maybe it's probably w- worth knowing for yeah. some people. Me and Evo have never talked to each other before this. We haven't. No, <laughs> so- I, I, think, I think I think we just like each other's posts on the page. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's about it. <laughs> we just know each other as mutual podcasters. So yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, Evo once. Yeah, we. <laughs> We've so, met once, and, that, and and then the other Evo showed up, and you kind of walked away as everybody else did. So, <laughs> you know, yep. <laughs> He's an outspoken boy. What can I say? He certainly is. <laughs> certainly, yeah. Is. It was a lot of fun, though. That uh, was a good night. It was yeah. a really good night. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, mental health, innit? <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it is. That it, it, it one your mind wanders because you try and concentrate. Concentration is also yeah. hard when you're like depressed because it, okay. it's because it's a lot of. Uh, see now I can't even say it. Well, it's hard. Well, there you go. There you go. Point proven. It's hard. It's hard to concentrate on anything when you never sleep. Yeah, yeah. That's and you're over caffeinated. Yeah. I can tell you that. Much. Yeah. This yeah. is this is kind of for me. I think this is one of the only platforms in a way that I could really can talk about mental health because, mm-hmm. like, I you know I when I was sort of fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. I was really, really depressed, like really bad, yeah. and that's when it kind of got to a point where you know my family couldn't sort of ignore it yeah or you know couldn't um they had to not do anything about it and i'm not saying that they didn't you know weren't aware that they didn't do anything about it before that they didn't worry but that was kind of that was a breaking point where my mum you know at that point then signed me up to do uh to therapy and i've since discovered i can't do therapy i can't 
talk i think i'm just and i this is obviously not something i'm recommending to people but it's just something i'm not really capable to do i cannot talk to a stranger who i'm paying to listen to me talk to them yeah and it's to the point where i'm just will like wait a second you're paying rory right now. <laughs> <laughs> but i know rory yeah, we, we know. okay fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um I've been on Rory's podcast and talked about various things that only white people would be interested in. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I remember when I'm I... I'm not white, but Startup yeah. Packers, just podcasts. One of the, one I'll just of clarify the, my podcast doesn't just for white people. It's not just for white people. This is a joke that I'm barreling into maybe a bit too hard. Hey, I, have a, I, I have a black accessible. friend and he listens to me every week, so there you go. So I can say that. <laughs> it's my one black friend, okay? <laughs> um but yeah i remember talking to them like i would just lie because and it to lie to the point where it'd be obvious that i was lying because otherwise there'd be no reason for me to be there because it'd be yeah. like how you doing oh i'm fine um you having any problems sleeping no having any problems emotionally no have you ever had like a suicidal thought no why are you here no reason i'm totally fine <laughs> like you're just shaking you got puffs under your eyes yeah, like, I'm fine. yeah i'm fine um you know, obviously lying, but I just couldn't talk to this person. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's an amount of trust there, which is probably more of a problem than I have, but I don't know how to talk, deal with that problem because I think the way to deal with trust problems is probably to go to therapy, but I don't trust therapists. Yeah, well, that's a tough one. <laughs> um, but yeah, one thing that did kind of come out of that is even if you think you're like me you ap- and you think you couldn't ever talk to someone about it, you have to try. Because something yeah. will come out of it. You will either learn that you were wrong about that or you will learn that you were right about that and then there's other things you can do. And one thing that came out of that is, you know, by talking to a psychiatrist, I could at least get prescriptions for... I t- so I take metazapine, which is um, an antidepressant, but it was actually prescribed to me sort of as a side effect for that because it, a side effect of metazapine is it makes you a bit sleepy. So it was prescribed to me. It was kind of like a, a sort of two-in-one where we don't really well. know how to deal with it, but this is an antidepressant that will help them sleep. If Yeah, it's... And that was one thing as well I kind of had to tell people about when I stopped sleeping um, during my master's degree, because mm. I was like, yeah, I, do, I do take things to sleep and they just don't work anymore. Yeah, <laughs> I've taken them stress. since I was 16. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was a tough time. Actually, I found out since recording the last one of these that one of the... My mum thought I was gay. Jane, that that's one of the reasons she thought I was so really? depressed. Yeah. Oh my my dad straight up calls me the f word, so don't <laughs> even worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, he that, has said that before. Like, sorry, carry on. I'll, I'll tell the story. It's well, pretty, pretty similar to she, that. Well, but. she that she thought that might be the reason I was, I was so sad and I couldn't talk to anyone was because you know I can't tell anyone that I'm gay. And I'm not gay, which became quite clear to them because then I got my first serious girlfriend. Mm. Um, and, uh, well, we couldn't do anything at her house. So- <laughs> so- <laughs> and then the parents heard it and my dad came to fist bump me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So uh, what were you going to say? But basically, like, I wasn't exactly like my depression hit a lot in my last year of university. When I was like 22, something like that. Right. When I was between 16 and 18 or so, I was like nihilistic as hell. 
Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the typical, like, edgy teenager, like, oh, everything sucks, oh, life's, life's pointless, uh, it's agony, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I would always chill with my guy friends. Right. Because I moved out of my old neighborhood. So everybody that I hung out with this time was all guys, because I used to just hang out with girls, so that's everybody that was in my old neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we were in a mainly girl-centric class, and all the guys always hung out together. Right. And we would always, like, go out to... Well, obviously, we're kids. Like, we're not going to go out drinking. Like, we'll go out to town to, like, have a have a pasty and, you know, have a, have an ice <laughs> right. cream or whatever. Mm. So my dad would call, call us the uh, Daisy Gay Tribe because there were never any <laughs> girls. The Daisy Gay Tribe. It, it's it's a Bulgarian saying. It's a gay drujinka de telinka, which is, like, yeah. the... The Daisy get because daisies and gays and yeah, tribe. Yeah. So no, I can figure out the sort of link. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's just a bit weird. <laughs> it's it's uh, Bulgarians are kind of bigoted, but don't don't sure. don't let that fool you. And they're very backwards in a lot of, especially for mental health. And for the longest time, I kept trying to tell my parents, like, I feel a bit depressed and I feel like mentally unstable. And you back home, you get. You'll be considered mentally unstable either if you're just straight up like a psychopath, schizophrenic, or something, right? Or if a doctor says you're mentally unstable. If, yeah. if you if you don't if you feel like it, oh, you're fine. You'll grow grow out of it. And like to a point, my mom had to like take me to, to the side and go, "Are you okay?" And yeah. like, you're asking me this now. It's like, yes. I was just wondering, do you have any feelings for certain things? I'm like. Are we having the talk? She's like, I'm just, just, because you're always hanging out with the boys. And I was just I'm like, you think I'm gay, don't you? She goes, no, I'm, I don't, I'm, your father told me to speak to you because he said he would yell at you if he spoke to you. I'm like, I, I see. Like one, no, I'm not gay. I'm not even a virgin anymore, mom. She, and she just went, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I'm not even a virgin anymore. I'm not gay. Why, why being like this? You go because well, you're so so angry. I'm like, yes, but that's because I'm angry. Do yeah. Not like, but is there a reason to be angry? Like, I don't know if there's a reason. I'm just angry. Mm. Can you not like? So she took me to the school psychologist. So she she would speak to me. Yeah. But I, I, just like you, I'm like I, I don't I don't want to tell this woman my secrets. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't want to tell her how I actually feel and like yeah. how it's all like childhood trauma and whatnot. And she goes. Oh, you're just very self-critical. You need to stop being self-critical, which is true, yeah. mind you. But you got to just turn but, it off. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. that lets even more anxiety later on in my life. Because the self-critical has just got worse and worse and worse as time carried on. Right. And it's just, the, you're, and especially when your parents are just, they've grabbed you by the ankles because you're not home anymore. And they want to talk to you every day and speak to you every day. That doesn't help. Right. But explaining that to them is like, but you're not a psychopath. Why do you mean you're depressed? What do you mean you're like mentally unstable? I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Mom, I'm not gay. Okay, that's good. That's good. You're not gay. That's good. <laughs> like, they don't, people don't, especially back home, they don't click that you might just not be okay in the head. Yeah. And it, it, it's so pervasive, this idea that. Yeah. They straight someone- up trying to associate it with homosexuality or, oh, no. he'll, he'll grow out of it. Yeah. yeah. No. No, you can't. You know, you can't just have real problems that maybe yeah. <laughs> and be a, a human being about it. It's uh, like, what is this metaphysical bull? No, no, yeah. you're not. You're not <laughs> depressed. You're just. You're just angry because uh, you got dumped and 
this time, like when I have back in November, this is the very first time they went, just don't get in your head like you always do. I'm like, so so you've supported this the whole time, but you've just told me to grow up. Is that what it is? You just now realized it. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a weird thing as well. There's a sort of... Uh, there, there are as old-fashioned ideas about it when it's definitely not a new thing. Mm. It's, it's always been it's always been it's there. Always been a thing. And uh but people just never dealt with it until fairly recently. Yeah. It's never yeah. really been uh, like talked about at all in like yeah. previous generations. Like if you look at like like movies from the fifties there was a big trend of like this sort of like rebel teenager like movie like uh, Rebel at a Cause and Wild Ones and stuff like that. And it's like clear that this was made about like young people that were having mental health issues, this was like a yep. big thing in culture that nobody knew how to deal with. But it's been portrayed as a sort of like cool, like yeah, counterculture idea. That's why a lot of them were successful though, because a lot of teens at that yeah. point really related to yeah. it. Because it's like, did, oh, this, like, this is how I feel. <laughs> yeah, Rebel at a Cause is one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah, uh, and that's maybe the really- kind of only popular movie that that sort of works for is that it's not popular even now that there's more understanding yeah. about it to talk about mental health we had a we last time we did this we talked about how sort of crap the media is for mm-hmm. making any attempt to accurately portray what it's like to be dealing with depression and yeah. we talked about how the only show that was uh, that i've seen that is popular you know, that people, you say it and people know what you're talking about and isn't just meant to be a sad fest, even though it kind of is just a sad fest now, is Bojack Horseman. Yeah. Oh, God. And I could sort of talk about how it's, um, you know, I shouldn't try to retread what we did last year, but I think there is a point in retreading this in last year because mm-hmm. I've not seen anything else since that. You know, so <laughs> it's been a year, well, still no new TV shows that I think interestingly, have made a, any attempt. Interestingly, there's a pretty big movie out right now that uh, deals with mental health issues, but I haven't uh, seen it yet. I saw it on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I assume we're talking about The Joker. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I assume it doesn't do a great job of dealing with mental health issues. Well, uh, technically it talks about trauma quite well. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if we managed to make even this podcast about movies and TV shows? <laughs> Hi, today we're talking the about are- <laughs> The First Wreck from 2007. It's a Spanish found footage film where the virus breaks out. Uh, someone kill me, please. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, as a... As a, as a an issue that is not often dealt with well in, in popular culture is uh, is mental health. It's something people like to pretend they're comfortable talking about. Yeah. Anni- Annihilation is a really good by- film that talks about it, by the way. No, I haven't seen that. Okay. I it, have. It, I it's, quite it's hard sci-fi, but it, it just uh, talks about a lot a lot about loss mm-hmm. and about like the implications of human contact and how that works on your psyche. Right. If you kind of read into it, I think, I guess. Yeah. Sure. I, I've seen it. I didn't really take that pull from it, but I can I can see what you're saying. It's all yeah. the characters have some mental flaw with them. They're right. all loners in a way. And the main character struggles with the loss of her husband who, and until the very end, she's in denial if he's gone or not. Yeah. Which drives the way she thinks. So it, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. One One thing I think, like discussion is definitely improving. 
there's more yeah. things coming out of but i think there's also just this rise in sort of blank support if that makes sense i think there's a lot of people going yeah you know i'm i'm into being supportive yeah. but don't really make any effort to understand what that means yeah that that's because they they have the feeling to belong for something yeah and you know that's I'm why not, people not are saying, too busy to get offended about stuff nowadays yeah i'm 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 not saying that people should you know admit that they don't care about people or things or something <laughs> like something stupidly cynical like that but uh um, i don't i'm just thinking if if you're someone who considers himself free of any of this kind of problem um first of all good for you yeah, uh <laughs> what well done uh what is your secret second of all uh just you know maybe sit back for a second and try and consider how your life is different than other people because a lot of one thing that people like to do a lot is they look at people who are suffering and they put themselves in their shoes but they do half a job of it and they go well you know what i've had a breakup as well i've yeah. had trouble sleeping or i've lo- lost my granddad or i've yada 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 and i'm not you know you know i you know i just nut up and get over it it's 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 not always about that <laughs> Yeah, to a depressed to a depressed person in a lot of cases, that's that feels like your friends just trying to one up you. It's like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have look at my black cat. Like oh, I have a bigger blacker cat. I'm like no, no. <laughs> I just want you to listen to what I have yeah. to say so I get it off my chest. And they go, uh huh. By the way, when my grandpa died, I was very sad. Yeah. yeah. Well, so like your life might yeah your life might be exactly the same as someone else's in terms, but they could be depressed and you might not be. That's yeah. just yeah. how it works sometimes. You don't put yourself in their shoes. Uh, might not necessarily be about like comparing aspects of your yeah. life to theirs. And it, it's more. It's much more than just about personality value. You yeah. know, you not you can't always just get over it by will. Yeah, no, absolutely. There's so many factors to it that we as humans do and don't understand in, and it overwhelmingly in the latter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is the thing. Trying to get over it by sheer force of will could absolutely make things worse. Yeah, absolutely. Because <laughs> then you, 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 you get you get ah, I can't speak. You get too busy trying to get over it, and that causes more problems. Because yeah. then you get even more obsessed with staying positive which yeah. can then yeah. lead you to spiral down even harder and then of course it's if like, you do it's like trying to sleep you you think to yourself yeah. right let's go to sleep now and you make it worse by trying you know what i mean and, and if you punch, if you set yourself. sort of thinking happy thoughts to get over it as a sort of boundary and then you fail at that one one thing i think that can really because then i've used the word fail there you you yeah. put this idea on yourself that you have failed to do something yeah. that was kind of beyond you anyway in the first place yeah so that can really make things worse if you think well oh, now i'm not happy so i'm just i'm bad at being happy but yeah. it's not a case of being good at being happy because that's not you, you know no. it's not something it's not like playing guitar yeah. <laughs> if you practice oh, for a me, day I, it won't necessarily song, make you better there's songs they try and learn to play and they're just impossible to play and it just you try and play them, and you go, "Okay, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I messed up a chord. I'm putting the guitar down." <laughs> yeah, and I mean, and yes. yeah. So I had something to say, and it escaped me there. Uh, no, it's gone. But <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, it's a weird thing that I don't think there's ever going to be a time 
when this isn't an issue either to be honest like people are always going to have mental health issues and the best we can do is try and understand other people and try and help help other people as much as possible by doing things like this but like having conversations with people is uh yeah I think Check on your the friends. best thing we can do. Yeah, exactly. Are you okay? Because one thing me and Ido right, were right. saying as well earlier is that we portray people who are happy <laughs> out in public, I guess. It, yeah. it, it's something we kind of touched on. And a lot of people Get the rubber do. bands, you put them in your mouth, stretch yeah. them around your ears, smile. And, you know, often I do feel happy when yeah, I'm that's what with other say, people. Is the thing. I enjoy company. I enjoy yeah. entertaining. I enjoy being entertained. But that doesn't mean that I will be happy indefinitely when, you know, someone is not the same person every time you see them. Yeah. And they are absolutely not that person in between the time that you see them. Yeah. So, you you know, if you have any inkling that you think someone might be struggling with something, um, yeah, just check. Yeah. Also, are you okay does help as a question, but yeah. the amount of times that you hear it as well can also get a bit... Yeah, well, that's the thing. If 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 someone says, if it's clear they don't want to talk about it, well, forcing them to might not actually help. Yeah, um, it makes it worse. But it can be helpful just that they know that it's an option for them. Yeah, yeah, that they can talk about it because that's you know that's kind of the point of this is there's this idea that you know people say that you could talk about it all the time. People say that you should talk about it, but it's something that, like I was saying before, it's kind of this blank spot. It's something that I don't think people really mean. You know, it's something I think people would be uncomfortable with if they were ever actually taken up on it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's it's about really being able to commit yourself to that idea. that Because even just the simplest discussion, so long as it's frank, can play a whole world of sort of revelations, understanding what you're dealing with, understanding what other people are dealing with, can just completely change how you can view it. It won't fix it but it gives you yeah. an idea of what you're trying to fix in the first place. I mean, one of the hardest things about kind of mental problems is, you know, like I was saying before, when I stopped sleeping, I don't know why, I don't know why that happened. And that freaked me out more than it actually happening. Um, even more anxiety. Yeah. You know, we don't always know. So there is an amount yeah. of processing that needs to be done. And that can take lots of ways. Like we were talking before about creative outlets, you know, so long as you're actually really talking about things, but talking to other people, being frank about it, being honest and, you know, being realistic with people, not saying things like, well, you know, maybe if you eat more, if you try this Yakult. Uh, yeah. By the way, if you, if you blend kale in a smoothie yeah. and you add a bit of sugar, it still tastes like grass, <laughs> but... There'll be a link in the show notes for Yakult. <laughs> that... Other probiotic yogurts are available. Yeah, but are my dad really takes though? Actimel, <laughs> <laughs> and we'd like to say that neither Actimel nor Yakult have sponsored this. Uh, you all right, mate? Or show. probably help that much with mental no. health. No, that's kind physical of physical health. Point. Probably, I don't know. I don't know that Maybe. much about it, but allegedly, <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. I know you shouldn't really drink too much of it. That's what As- I'm doing. As someone with two degrees in that kind of field, <laughs> I'm not really sure. Is it? I like. I I have my doubts. I think it. I think at the very worst, it couldn't hurt. Yeah, but, but whether or not, you start reading the ingredients, yeah. like 
Oh no! <laughs> Whether or not <laughs> it, it actually the the good bacteria in it can actually have actually take hold in your stomach in your intestines with all the crap that's already in there who knows but yeah your diet can <laughs> drastically change how you feel about things so it yeah. is worth trying yeah. if nothing else See, yeah that's why i only have bulgarian yogurt because it has the proper bacteria in it <laughs> <laughs> there we go i've learned a lot about yogurt uh <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> If you have any questions about yogurt, tweet me. I don't know the answers, but I'd be happy to improvise He'll message me and I'll tell him about just, Bulgarian. I'll, I'll just respond Bulgarian yogurt and just leave the chat. Tag both of us. I will I will I will write something that you may or may not even agree with and then he will respond with the exact same thing in Bulgarian. Bulgarian yeah, exactly. <laughs> And this is going to be the one time I use Twitter in the last five years. <laughs> and that's how we get people talking about mental health. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's, it's kind of, you start with yogurt and you bait and switch. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a good recommendation. Sit down with your friends while yogurt. Have a chat about mental health. <laughs> and I'll be in the background just chanting Bulgarian yogurt, but in Bulgarian as well. Yeah. We and could do this. If we get people together, we can make eating yogurt the poster the next, child the for talking about mental health. Yeah. Well, it's better than, as we discussed, sitting around over a coffee, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> next meetup, we're coffee, meeting in Glasgow. Yeah, we're meeting in the Glasgow. Probiotics. Going to the Bulgarian shop, and we're getting oh, is yogurt. There a Bulgarian shop with Bulgarian yogurt. Uh, there's, one that, there's one. There's one that opened up like a month ago. Yeah. Hashtag eat yogurt for mental health for the podcast. Yes. I'll ask after. Yeah, we're go- we're going to Duke Street. We're getting the yogurt. We're, we're sitting in Glasgow Green, and we're having yogurt, we're talking. <laughs> Hashtag yogurt for mental health. <laughs> Sponsors, please. Any yogurt company. Please Any. sponsor us. I Don't can do with the money. I have no job. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I think that's unless Andy has anything else to say. I think we've given some good recommendations there. Yes, we've talked uh, a good bit about mental health. Uh, yeah, eat, eat better is kind of the overarching theme of this. I think as <laughs> yeah. this episode is what we've come to. Eat better, exercise, drink less caffeine. And talk about your problems. Mm. Talk to a with friend people, who will listen. Yeah, with people who are willing to listen. That's the yeah. That's the it's not about the contribution. It's just getting it off your chest. Yeah. Don't panic if somebody says something to you, and you don't have a like, you don't have a solution for them. It's okay. Hug no them. one does. Just it's good to just give them a, just a little them talk pat on the back. You. Yeah, it's okay to tell them I don't know, but it's good yeah. that you're there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 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 key. Though. Yeah, sometimes you need to say. I don't know what to say to you, but that's that's yeah. okay to say as well. Uh, Just so long as it's abundantly clear that you're there. Yeah. Show support and however you can. Yeah. Do do we want to get any plugs then? If 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 we have it seems like yeah, a good place to I wrap think, it up. Yeah, I think we're all done. Um I'm Carlisle, I've got a podcast called Dungeons and Dragnos, where I come up with things for Dungeons and Dragons. I've got a podcast called Content Presumably, where if I do whatever the hell I like. And I've got a podcast called A Podcast for Everyone, where me and my buddy Charlie uh, talk about busted lyrics in ways that will confuse you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Interesting. I just held up a plug because he said plugs. I know, I saw that. Nice. Also, you were very, you were in the small Thank bit you. of the screen. I was very, was very, like, just... I took my minute to work out what it was. But, <laughs> but, so. It's the one plug. I'm very I sad I missed week. that. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so, I'll show it again. 
There we go. Run the joke into the ground. Good stuff. There we go. So do you want to mention your your podcast as well? Uh, as well as I am Evo. Yeah, I do the Voices from Behind podcast every Thursday night. We record it live on Twitch. It gets uploaded Fridays. Uh, we talk, well, every week I give him a movie, and we talk about it the week after, and he does the same the next week, and we just alternate. <sighs> We're on found footage films this month for whatever demented reason. Um, yeah, we we talk, we talk try to talk about films, <laughs> but at this point, the whole thing's just devolved into... It's just taken shape until just me and the other Evo just ranting. <laughs> and it's all, uh, this week we discussed like leads and how a, a man next to me vomited on the train <laughs> and the four hour journey of the conductor. Sounds trying to like leads. Up. Yep. Oh, the things I saw, uh, smelled, and heard on the that minute station. I arrived in Leeds, I saw a woman. I told you last time uh, about a woman throwing up out of a car window. <laughs> yep. Like, it was the first thing I saw in Leeds. I parked my car, walked out of the multi-story car park, and then saw a woman throw up out of a window of a car. He just turned, just did a 180, started running back to the car. But yeah, we talk about films. Uh, we some always somehow manage to speak about politics. I don't know why. If you're into that kind of thing, we talk about Bulgarian stupidity and about Old school video games, quite a bit. Cool. Hell yeah, yeah. Cheers. So a white boy podcast, pretty much. <laughs> you know, yeah. Go. We don't voice. lean in any direction, so we can listen to a pair of neutral idiots. Very good. Go. Cool. Uh, my podcast is called Dog Hair Presents. Uh, talk about a new topic every week. Try and teach people about something new, uh, not just for white people. <laughs> There's something in there for everyone, I'm sure. Uh, we've got all sorts of, of history. Pop culture, science, those kind of topics, whatever. Is that it that? is just white dog hair, but that is just stylistic, we promise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. As I say, uh, I'm on Twitter at Rory M. Spence and at Dog Hair Network if you want to talk to me about anything. Oh, right. yeah. A guy from Plevin, anywhere. Uh, that's pretty much my handle. Uh, at Carla Lau Music, if you want to. To talk to me directly, and I then I have like eight other hundred, <laughs> eight other Twitter handles that I'm not going to slide into Carlisle's in. DMs. Slide into my DMs. Tell me about your yogurt experiences. <laughs> I want to know. Start an account specifically to talk to people about yogurt. And I'll be mental there. Health. Hashtag yogurt for mental health. Everybody listening to this, <laughs> let's get it trending. Hashtag yogurt for mental health. I'd love for that to go trending, oh, and God. a lot of people will be like. I don't know what this is, but I'm interested. To be fair, if you use the hashtag, people will find the podcast because it's a very specific hashtag. So, yeah. Well, not sure. It'll be the broadest hashtag in the world soon. <laughs> soon. Soon. Be a thing. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, get that trending. Uh, is there a way to wrap this up? Did we have, we didn't, there's not like a pre recorded outro, is there? It's just, I don't think so. Is there? Um,. Get out all your swear words now that you've been bottling up inside of you. Car- Carla, I'll grab a guitar, you grab a guitar, and we'll just play an outro. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I've got two here. Do you want me to get the 12-string instead? Oh, he's got a guitar as well. Great. <laughs> I wrote that. I, I couldn't hear it. Oh, it was smoke on the water. <laughs> oh, okay. No, we're going to get de- demonetized. I forgot how to play. Should we just pick a, a key and then all just do <laughs> random crap? I don't think that's a good idea. But I just yes. I just play D minor, A minor, E minor, like 
ascending and descending. Okay. That sounds sad. So. Okay. <laughs> Yogurt for mental health. <laughs> Eat some yogurt. Talk with your friends about mental health. Yagolt and Actamel. Talk to your friends about mental health. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Check out the other episodes with Maisie, maybe, and, and Phil and everything. All the links for the other episodes will be in the description. Yes. Peace. Groovy. Later.